Welcome to the land of long-lived play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, and I'm joined by my main man down in Florida, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you doing this fine Sunday morning? I'm doing good, man. Just relaxing, drinking some tea. Having a good Sunday so far. All right, all right. Tea today, huh? Yeah, drinking some tea. I've never, never been a big tea drinker. Can't really get into it. I tried. Yeah. You ever put milk in your tea? Oh yeah, I do that sometimes. Okay, I've done that on occasion. I think um, <laughs> tea is well. One tea is good for your throat, and two, you shouldn't be drinking too much coffee with sugar. That's not good for you. <laughs> coffee you by itself it? is, but not coffee with sugar. Have you have you dumped a whole bottle of creamer in it? Because I know some people who do that. Nah, so. I don't do that. <laughs> that. A whole bottle? Oof. Yeah, yeah. Yikes! It's a little much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also joining us, as always, is the Secretary of the Spoil, the Platinum Princess, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you Sunday morning? Hi, it was 90 degrees at 7 a.m. and I hate it. Uh, yes. That's Miami. It's currently 80 right now out here at 7 a.m. Yesterday was about 90. It's ridiculous. It's so, ridiculous. Yeah, uh, even with the air conditioner on, this apartment feels not great. No bueno. Do you guys get lazy humid up there where you're at, or yes. is it just like a dry heat? No, like it's, 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 so it varies, right? Because, like, I'm literally on a lake, like, not my apartment, I live downtown, but, like, the city I live in is on a lake, um, so, like, we get lake effect weather, so, like, if it rains and it's, like, coming from the lake, it gets worse and whatnot, but, like, in the summer, like, it rained yesterday, uh, it rained yesterday, for a little bit and then the day before it it rained like a lot and then stopped and it gets really humid after the rain uh but then there's some days where it's just dry and then then gets humid later in the day like it's it's so ridiculous like it just changes all the time yeah we just get nasty dry heat out here it's been over 100 pretty much all week i so i could take dry heat but when it gets humid Considering I only have one air conditioning unit in this entire apartment, and it's in the living room, uh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, summertime is here. Whoop de do. Anyway, so how was your week, Haley? Let's just get right into it. In a surprise that will shock no one, uh, I finished the originals. That's the yeah, Vampire yeah. Diaries spinoff show. I finished the entire series. 
How many episodes or seasons is that? Uh, so it's five, but like the first three are standard seasons. Like, and I say standard as like the old study shows, like they had 22 episodes each. Mm-hmm. Then season four and five are both 13. So there's only like 92 episodes and that, that, that's only, it. Only yeah. 92. Only yeah. 92, she says. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, so I, I was watching the original so I could watch the, second spinoff of the vampire diaries which is called legacies which follows um the kids of like characters from the vampire diaries and the originals uh follows their journey uh but i hadn't seen the originals which introduces like literally the lead character of legacies um in like the entire show is pretty the originals is like the show of her growing up as a baby up to uh like where she starts on legacies but like yeah so it's vampires and werewolves and whatnot and so i'm excited for that but then after i finished that i decided oh let's check what's on netflix started watching blind spot because uh ashley johnson's in it hmm. and, i heard that's uh, pretty good yeah her, her, her character is literally adorable and uh also great i mean it's an fbi show so like you know it's one of those got to be careful with the 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 that stuff but um other than that i played ratchet and encountered a very fun and interesting glitch last night on cordelian what was the glitch which yeah which planet is that too that's the second planet with the blizzard uh, blizzard crystals okay um, the one where like you're going down the elevators I know all the time. About. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That where did he? I don't know what just happened there. That was weird. I don't know. I don't like this. Yeah, the, there, there we, we go. go. Uh, <laughs> that was interesting. I was like, where did you go? You just did it. <laughs> everybody just kind of like kicked off, and it's like everybody joined. I don't know. Um, Donnie's gonna hate that. He's like, this melon <laughs> app is driving me nuts. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, the the one so like the first Blizzard, like Blizzard is the first one with the Blizz on crystals mm-hmm. that like you hit and go to a different dimension. Cordelian is the second with the snow one. and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like, and juice. Uh, for those who know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as I came, like, up, like, I got all the crystals, right? So, like, that was my big worry, because it's one of the only missable, uh, trophies during a playthrough. Um, Mm -hmm. but I came up the elevator to, like, go back to the ship, right? After having hit all the crystals and everything. Still ground! Yeah, I got that one too. I feel like that's a super common one because I saw lots of pictures of people who posted that that happened. So I had the same problems. Like, well, that that that's weird. But here's the thing: literally, until you get like right next to the ship, it doesn't matter that there's no ground. You can just step everywhere. But then you get yeah. right next to the ship and you just fall, and then everything's fine. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. I was like, well, this is. Let's see if I can navigate this with no floor. Yeah. So then, uh, I just left off where, like, I've done the, like, build the, the, the gun, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil for those who aren't playing. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you build the wep- the thing on Cordelian, 
Uh, so now I have to go back to Kadaro Station. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where I left off last night. <laughs> How are you enjoying it so far? I'm I'm liking it. Um, I will say, uh, trying to level up some of these guns because like most of the first entire weapon wheel is like level five, right? Uh, the only one that's not is the ricochet, which the timing for that gun is a pain in the neck. Um, for anyone the more who, you level it up, the bigger your timing window gets. So yeah, that helps. Yeah, it's level three. I want to get it to level five. Um, literally everything in the first weapon wheel is level five except the ricochet. Um, I can't figure out how the timing on the void repulsor works either. By the way, so that one is. It's weird. There's no timing, and you can't actually reflect anything until it's level five. You have to hold down L two, mm-hmm. which then absorbs everything, and then you just press R two to shoot it. So you have to wait till the because the 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 shield will go from, I think it's clear to purple. The more stuff that it absorbs, and then you hit the R two button to shoot while the while the shield is up and it shoots back out the the uh, mm. projectiles. Yeah, it took me a while to figure that one out because I was like. It's not reflected when I hold it down. What the yeah. am I supposed to do here? I, and I figured out that you got to absorb and then shoot. It's weird. Yeah, because I know there's a trophy related to that, right? Like, I know mm-hmm. you got the plat. Yeah. I know Garrett just got the plat yesterday. Um, I, w- I obviously want to get the plat for this. I think I've missed the extinction event trophy. I went back to the planet with the gun Thor. I don't know if there's another planet with them. Uh, I killed four of them. I know you only need one more. But, like, I don't know, yeah. if, they, I don't know if they respawn or not. So, you'll 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 get it. Don't worry. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I got all the lorbs, so so that was fun. Uh, the nice. I've only got three of the Krago bears though. Like those ones are infuriating. Because <laughs> those are the only ones not marked on your map. Like the lorbs get mm-hmm. marked on your map. The spy bots get marked on your map. The bolts don't get marked either, but you can see them because they glow in the environment, so... You you get something later to help with all that. Alright, so. cool. I, I have 6 out of 10 uh, spy bots, which is how I know how you get the rhino. Um, but... <clears throat> you only need to, like, collect for, like, the platinum. You only need to collect all the spy bots to get the rhino. Um, and then... Uh, the Krago Bears. Like, those are the only ones you need to collect fully. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I like some of the references in the uh, in, in the Lorbs, though. I mentioned it last week. The, there's one. There's a reference to Jack and Daxter. There's a reference to Sly Cooper. And then this week, I found a reference to Little Big Planet. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember all the references, but I did, like, getting all that stuff, and it, it happened. The different things. It's pretty cool. Pretty the ar- cool. the armor you get for it is cool too. So yeah, that was the armor that I wore for the rest of the game with Ratchet. So sweet. What about you, Delvin? How was your week, sir? Surprisingly, I got a lot of gaming done. Oh, look at you! <laughs> yeah, um, this week I beat Ratchet and Clank. All right. I also rebeat Avengers, which was good, and start playing that DLC. And I also beat Resident Evil 8. You just put it in work, sir. Yeah. So uh, I, I got questions for you. Be my guess. Thoughts on the ending of Resident Evil 8? Interesting. Ridiculous as 
every Resident Evil ending is. I like it. I, I like where they're going to go with it. And I'm wondering if that's going to be DLC or not. That, that's on the fake out. I like it. I thought it was good. I don't. Uh, literally, that entire section of the game turns into Call of Duty. And uh, no. Hey. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. It's weird, but I was like, all right, I can, I can roll with this because I think it makes more sense for what happens with that person. In I particular, mean, the person who's doing what they're doing. Like, okay, this makes sense, that this would be turned into this type of game with this character. Sure, but, like, you played as that character in other games, and he, it's not like that. The only oh. other thing... Like, also, like, slight spoiler for Resident Evil 8, uh, how does Heisenberg <laughs> know about Chris punching a boulder in Resident Evil 5? I was going to say that that's just the game I'm going to name. Chris Mother Effin Redfield is known for punching boulders. And I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm, I'll swear. But like how, like literally you get to the Heisenberg fight and he's like, I hate that fucking boulder punching asshole. And it's like, how does he know that he punched a boulder? Because You've never heard of this man until now. Because in the Resident Evil universe, Chris Redfield is a legend. <laughs> Legit legend. Like, um. Even in six, they talk about how the legacy of Chris Redfield and all this crazy stuff. So I can see, yeah. I can see how they could like, oh yeah, we know who this fucking thick ass, big three hundred and sixty pound muscle muscle bound also, is. Like again, Chris Redfield's look changes in literally every game. Like they can't pick a consistent design for this character, but he stays swole. Uh, no, I mean, like, in the first few games, he was, like, muscular, but not, like, oh, I'm entirely muscle, and I have no neck because of how, like, Ever since I five, am. they said, nah, we going with swole, Chris. <laughs> Chris is going to be running around like, uh, like Kingpin from, uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't know, like, the fake out thing, interesting, uh, curious to see where Resident Evil 9 goes. Pretty sure we'll be playing as the daughter, but you know, yeah. um, just the the way that that's gonna work is interesting because it's already shown that like, oh no, she's she's definitely stronger than Ethan was. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm sorry to anybody who likes Ethan. How like worst character ever? Also worst one-liners ever. Yeah, well, like. Like he 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 literally like just goes yeah I bet you like that huh I was like all right that's a terrible line Ethan yeah. great he's Thanks. not that great awful awful but somebody who is great Rivet yes Rivet is a yeah. fantastic character and not to toot Sony's horn but I am right now I find it awesome that Sony finds unique ways to bring in diversity into their games without making it feel forced. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Ellie, you look at Rivet, you look at Aloy, even if you look at Kratos, him being a father and him having to deal with the responsibilities of a father and raising a son, Sony does a great job at that. And Ratchet and Clank is a perfect example. Rivet doesn't feel like other characters in the game. She has trauma, she has pain, but different types of trauma and pain. Mm-hmm. But she also feels upbeat and bright Hey man, she's amazing. She is an amazing character. And yeah. I hope they kind of do the whole what they do, what Insomniac's doing with Spider Man in terms of like, hey, we got a Miles game, we got a Peter game. Give me, hey, here's a Rivet game, here's a Ratchet game. I'm totally fine with that. I think the character is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I like where they went with the character. I like the ending 
of the game and how they opened that up. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I like Ratchet and Clank a lot. This is probably my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. Only reason why I didn't platinum it because I had so much stuff I wanted to beat. <laughs> and I knew that if I was a platinum it, I would, it would take away from that. So I wanted to get back into Avengers, which I did because I wanted to beat that. And playing that again, that feels like such a missed opportunity because if that was just a single player game with multiplayer just being kind of like within the game in terms of not to the degree they have it in now with the strikes and all that stupid crap. But it's such mm-hmm. a fun game. It is so f- much fun. The story is great. Replaying that last mission again, where you have to do all that stuff to beat the bad guy. I don't want to say who it is, but you should know who it is by now if you played the game. But yeah. but it's just so much fun. And even when you get into the part where now I'm playing the DLC. The DLC mm-hmm. is fun. The DLC yeah. is, a, is a blast and it's great. And it feels like I would have paid money for these DLC packs. They could have made their money yep. just like that. If they would have just like, hey, release the game the way it is. Every few months, you're gonna get DLC that you can pay for. I'd have been fine with that. That'd have been perfect. If I, if I was paying for Avengers, the only one I'd pay for is Black Panther. I'm sorry, but four missions, I'm not paying money for. Like, I'm sorry. Also, the story for Avengers was good. I'm not gonna spoil it because you didn't. Uh, even though I think it's been long enough that you can mention who the final boss is, but. Also, it was literally in all the marketing, so... Uh, but, anyways, um, I think it's been long enough, you can spoil it. Uh, I'm sorry, but they, the two Hawkeye characters... Like, I love Kate Bishop, and I love comic uh, Clint, but MCU Clint leaves a lot to be desired. Um, like, they're interesting characters, but you're giving us 40 minutes of content. I'm not paying for that. Like... The, the way they chose to do it, if they were paid content, I'm sure they would have been longer, which understandable. Here's the difference. They weren't. They were brought in a game that, again, I think all three of us are on the opinion that that game should not have been multiplayer. Like, that game yeah. literally should have just been... It's as far as I'm concerned, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of not. It's well, not. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... I, I will tell... It's really not. I will tell... Because you don't need to do anything multiplayer. Like, I've played the entire game. I've never played with anybody. Like, multiplayer is, is a non-essential portion of that game. Like, you don't ever have to dabble into it. It's non-essential, but it's what drives content updates right now. Like, literally all of the content updates coming are multiplayer-focused. So... The, all the DLC, all the story no, stuff is no, not multiplayer no, focused. No, the Kate stuff, all this stuff, the the battle against Hulk stuff, the Black Panther stuff, none of that's multiplayer. It's about no, the strikes. The stu- I'm ta- no, I'm talking about the stuff that's coming in between now and Black Panther. Uh, all of it's multiplayer focused. Um, and you don't have to play it. I haven't played the game since the PS5 version came out. I'm not talking about like my opinion of the game. I'm talking like I think we're all in agreement that game should not have been multiplayer. I get that to you it's not, but I mean, this week alone showcased how bad that game being a multiplayer game is, literally broadcasting people's IP. I was going to get um, to that. <laughs> so, well, me and Dev had the joke where I told Dev, yeah, this thing show my IP. Dev's like, who cares? You don't play online anyway. Like, yeah, you're right. right. You're right. <laughs> so, why does it even matter? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, so there's a Reddit post earlier this week on the Avengers subreddit of, like, Hey, this is what we plan to do. And apparently new enemy types are like their number one variation. I'm like, could could your number one variation be, you know, not making not making multiplayer content? Just just 
focus on the single player stuff. Like, let's do that. Let's, let's do that. I think it's fine when it's filler. It's just filler content. That way they can say there's something coming. And either you can play it or you can't. And the beauty is there's so many games, you can easily be like, yep, I'm going to put this set aside for now until the next thing comes. Oh, yeah. They gave an update to, uh, the, I guess, Paul Tassi or some, I forget if it was Paul or someone else, but someone else actually had an interview with them about Spider-Man. They have no idea when Spider-Man's coming. Like, literally none. They don't know if it's coming this year or next year. Like, that's that's wild. <laughs> I believe it. Like, yeah. COVID so slowed weird. things down, and then they have all these things happen with the whole... Leaking the IP addresses of everybody. <laughs> I think they need to get that yeah. fixed first before they start talking oh, about Oh, they already fixed it. it. It was fixed yeah. the day after it happened. Like, Miles was still doing yeah. it. Even after, while I was probably playing. Probably download the update. Yeah, Most you, likely. Knowing you. Probably need to download <laughs> it. But, uh, like, they literally published a patch, like, the day after that fixed the IP address thing. Like, yeah. I literally saw Greg Miller retweet it because he's like, Ah, oh, I was going to play this today. Nope. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not streaming it, it doesn't really matter. No, he wanted to stream it as part of, like, the kind of funny, like, live stream. He's like, nope, not happening. How did that even happen? I, I, they came out with an explanation that I guess, like, because playtesters see that so often, they didn't realize the dev overlay was still there in the patch, so. Uh, Like, which is Video games are hard, apparently. I, I mean... Not apparently. It's a wonder that video games ever actually come out. Like that 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 was the joke. Oh. Okay. Sarcasm. Well, <laughs> it, sarcasm in ninety degree weather and me, I don't know if that works, my friend. <laughs> How was the rest of your week, Delvin? Uh, it was pretty good, you know, just celebrated Juneteenth on that Monday because I had work off, yep. which was great. That's how I got all this stuff done, by the way. Man. Just messed you got it off that well, you probably just take it off, so yeah, so yeah, I did not get it off. Yeah, had it off, so I, that's why I got a lot of stuff done, and it was cool, man. It was just sitting down, relaxing, actually taking a break from everything was a good feeling. I yes. thought it just became a federal holiday. Wouldn't that mean it would be mandated off? Or? Sometimes that stuff takes a while to actually go into effect. So yeah, it's it's officially a federal holiday, but like. To be able to scramble and all of a sudden give an entire, you know, country. for me, I work for the city, to give the entire city country the day off on, like, the following Monday, like, there's just, that's not going to happen for everybody. Some some small organizations can probably do it, but on a larger scale, to all of a sudden throw that in there, it just doesn't really work. So I expect that next year it'll probably be something that is actually recognized on our, our calendars and everything. Yeah, for work. because our news said that... um. Federal employees are supposed to take the day off on Monday if you're in Dade County. And by gosh, all of them were still working because they didn't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. Yep. So I assume that next year it'll be on the Sunday, unless we're, unless next year's a leap year, which I don't think it is. No. So leap, it'll probably leap, just get leap, observed leap on Monday. Leap year was 2020. Yeah, so it'll be observed the following Monday, kind of the way the same way we're doing July Fourth this year. So that will be my assumption, and I'm always good for more holidays. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, my week was pretty much the same. It was just basic work, plenty of work. Um, we did Juneteenth celebrations as well. We did it that Saturday, though. We had, like, these little Juneteenth packets for the kids and everything to just kind of explain and let them color and draw and all that good stuff. 
So they enjoyed that. Um, I also beat Ratchet, platinumed it, loved it. Didn't miss anything. Was very surprised. Only had to do two things to get the platinum. And that was the repulsor gun, which I had to figure out. And then also, there's one gun that you can't buy until you do challenge mode. So I had to play through the prologue, buy the gun, do the reflection thing, and boom, platinum achieved. So which I, uh, really, really loved that game. Which gun can't you buy until challenge mode? It's called the bouncer. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, really enjoyed the game. Um, like Delvin, love Rivet, love Kit. I would play them, play a game with just them in a heartbeat. Really, really enjoyed what they did with those characters and where they went with the story. It was, it was fun times. Um, Kit's adorable. Yeah, Kit is awesome. And yeah, I love I love the fact that they, they have trauma in its address. It's not glossed over. It's explained. They have trauma that intersects. It's just, it's great. It's a really, really great story. And then the way they just have rivet and ratchet kind of build off each other um as they're basically the same character just in different dimensions really cool thing i really 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 enjoyed that other than that i did not play a lot of video games didn't beat anything else like mr delvin here um but i did play some more destiny because there's lots of destiny content so just been bouncing back and forth between destiny and ratchet um i'm not even sure what my next game is that i'm gonna get to what's up Oh, sorry. I just, uh, I just, I met while you thought of it. I didn't play anything else, but I did re-download Cyberpunk because they were like, oh, it's back on the PlayStation Store. I literally haven't launched it yet. I downloaded it, like, Friday during, like, like after my lunch break. Good luck. I downloaded it Friday. I just want to see, like, how it performs now. Apparently, like, they've cut civilians down to, like, nothing, even on the PS5 version. Like, the PS5 backwards compatible version. And I'm just like, oh, good. Yeah, Yikes. one of my boys, he also re-downloaded it because he wanted to just boot it up and see how it looked. And he's like, it looks fine. I was like, it looks like, to me, it looks like a blurry PS3 game. Um, So I'm just going to wait for the native PS5 version. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not, I can wait. I'm not excited. I'm glad they put it back on the store. So, I mean, honestly, there was no real reason to really take it off. But I, I appreciate Sony putting the line to say, I'm like, look, fix this or it ain't coming back. So Six months, hundred and. 86 yeah. days. Yep. I beat it. I wonder, I wonder what the sales look like. Yeah, I hear you. I wonder what the sales are going to look like after they put it back. Like, are the, do the sales actually see a spike? Do people actually buy this game again? Like, it'll be real interesting to see. Because I feel like most people will just do it out of morbid curiosity other than anything else. I, um, I, I think the funny thing is, is that, like, Xbox never took it off, but they did put a warning on it going, hey, like, you may experience issues with it. And people are all up in arms that Sony has now put a warning on the game. And I'm like, Xbox has had a warning on the game since December 11th. Like, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, they have to give the warning that on, like, last-gen consoles, you're going to experience issues. Like, the last-gen version yeah. should have been dropped. I'm sorry, but they should have been. It's crazy when you think about this. This game was showcased for base consoles for base ps4 base xbox one like that was what the console what the game was originally supposed to launch on before we even knew there was a ps pro or an xbox one yeah. uh, x so just just crazy just insane how all of that you know shook out and i'm really curious to see the actual native ps5 and xbox series x version to see how they stack up against the um the uh, PC versions. So it'll be interesting to see how all that goes. I, uh, I wonder if 
I didn't do anything with FSR for it or anything. It's going to be weird. I, I wonder, because this isn't related to Cyberpunk, but it's related to CD Projekt. Um, the WitcherCon was announced for July 9th, and it obviously has a lot to do with the Netflix show, which is the date I assume we'll find out when Season 2 of The Witcher comes out. But I also wonder if, because remember, there's a PS5 and Xbox Series X version of of Witcher 3 coming this year. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that will be the date we find out when the next-gen version of Witcher 3 is coming. Because I'm pretty certain they're not going to want to launch the Witcher 3 next-gen version and Cyberpunk next-gen version on the same day or in the same month. Mm. Oh, I don't see why not. I mean, I mean most people are going to get a free upgrade from anyway, so yeah. I don't think it really matters that much. Yeah. As long as you release them in the holiday season, people who don't have it may buy it. So I don't, I don't think it, it hurts that much, to be perfectly honest. It'll be interesting to see what they do and how well Witcher Three runs and looks. But I'm excited to go get through your shit that together, CD Projekt Red. I'm, exci- together, I'm excited to go through that 200 hour game again. <laughs> I haven't gone through it once. I don't think I've played more than maybe 45 minutes of The Witcher 3. I played a lot of it. A lot. And I have Gr- it on every system. Gr- it's I- been free so many places. So do I. I literally own it on Xbox. I own it on PlayStation. I own it twice on Steam. Thank you, Fred Codes. Um, yeah. Uh, I own it on Steam and good old games. Like I don't, they both yeah, I don't it own it. Free. I don't own it there. I don't. I, I might. I have to log into GOG to uh, to know, but I don't have the GOG launcher. I'd have to actually go to the website and see if I own it. But it, it's so interesting, like the way they do that. Um, but no, I don't. Know. I, I just you were on the topic of like, what's your next game yeah. gonna be? So I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the hell my next game's gonna be. I might go back to Mass Effect, or you know what? I'll probably actually play Final Fantasy Seven. Integrate or whatever the hell it's called with Yuffie. Mm. Have you booted that up yet, Delvin? Actually, I'd have. I've only played like um, 15, 20 minutes of it, but I like it. It's more Final Fantasy VII. It looks great. They fixed the door. Donnie says, Scarlet Nexus. He clearly doesn't know me because I'm not playing. I'm Scarlet actually Nexus. playing that. I'm curious are about you, it. You, but Are you enjoying it? It's an anime-ass game. <laughs> I like it. I like it so far, but it's 100% an anime type game, which I like anime, so it doesn't bother me that well, much. Yet. I will wait for Scarlet Nexus to go on sale, but uh, I'm definitely interested in, interested in playing it. Just I'm not playing it at launch. I'm sorry. I, I will say this: we all find fascinating. Anime games don't translate as well to PS5 as other games because of the art style. Because it always looks spectacular on PS4 because it's anime. It looks like a cartoon. So when you mm-hmm. have a game like that, it just looks almost the same. I can hardly tell the difference because it looks like the anime. It's only so far you can go mm-hmm. with that art style. Like um, the Dragon Ball games are like that. The one yeah. we're going to talk about later in the show is like that. And when you have these games, now you got to that point where you can't get much better with cartoon graphics than when they're looking just like a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you get the cell shading, it should be pretty easy. Now it's about just making sure the frame rate is good and it runs well. That's the best thing you can do because, yeah, yeah, I think the anime style is, is easy to translate to video games at this point. Yeah. The, the Dragon Ball games look better than the TV show. 
<laughs> it's crazy to say that, but yeah, the, the Dragon I mean, Ball games look better than the old TV show. Now, Super, which is yeah, the new was, Dragon Ball TV show, looks on par. But the if you look compare the games to the old TV show, it looks light years better. You you mean the old TV show that came out in like 1994? Yeah, of course it looks better than that. <laughs> yeah. But just, um. Well, one more thing while we're before we move on, I just thought we should all mention that we all got new controllers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, for audio listeners, I'm holding up the black dual sense. Um, I know that Dev got the red one. Um, I did too. They, they wouldn't let me pay the extra, like because this was the same price as the white. They wouldn't let me exchange, mm-hmm. like they wouldn't let me exchange my warranty to pay extra for the red one. So black is fine. It's a, it's very nice. I like it. Uh, I don't know which one you got, Delvin. I got the red, the nice. crimson red, or as Donnie like to call it, pink or raspberry. Raspberry. It, it, it's it's cosmic red. It's literally a color on the on the color scale. Well, there you go. I enjoy it. I love the way it looks. It actually goes quite well with my um, Ghost of Tsushima themed PlayStation. So having the white controller and the red controller actually just it it blends in very very nicely with uh, my setup. So I'm very happy with it. Anytime PS PlayStation has a red controller, I always buy it. So I had a red I had a red controller for PS One, PS Two, PS Three, PS Four, and now PS Five. So. That's the only color controller I usually will buy. I like it. Looks great. Yeah, I do too. I think it looks awesome. All right. Well, that does it for our weeks. Let's uh, jump into some of these questions. We only have three, which is nice because that means we won't be spending a bunch of time on these questions. But let's just jump right into it. Our first question comes from Media Forest Guys. He says, waiting patiently for the next chapter of Final Fantasy VII Remake. He says they didn't give us very much in the first part. How many parts do you think we're going to have to buy to finish the storyline? Three. I don't know. I don't. I feel like they actually gave us a lot in the first one. Like, I feel like there was a lot of game there. Like, when I think back to the original Final Fantasy VII and the amount of time that we spent in Midgar in that game, like, I thought that was the entire game. I didn't realize that we were actually going to eventually leave. So I feel like they gave us, like, pretty much the entire first act in the first game. So I'm I'm good with it. As far as how many parts, I have no idea. Because it's a remake and they've changed things and they're doing stuff differently, I honestly, I can't... I can't really say. I think three sounds good, but if you keep doing these little intermissions and stuff to try to tie in some parts together, it could be it could be more than that. And it just makes me wonder how long is all of it going to take? I hate to break it to people, but this is going to be a while. They are going to Kingdom Hearts the heck out of this game. And, yeah, that's and, what I'm thinking. And, and, and I'm already mm-hmm. seeing it because they got the Yuffie content just came out. I think there's a mobile game that's First, class, first Soldier, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That's either out or coming out. They're going to put out as much content as they can. I I wouldn't be surprised if next year we start hearing about, hey, we're working on some more DLC for Final Fantasy 7. And it's with Vincent or Kat Sif, Kate Sif or something like that. They're going to mm-hmm. continue to build on this universe because they're, they're realizing that Final Fantasy 7 is a moneymaker. And they're not oh, going to yeah. do what they did last time where they, hey, let's put out Final Fantasy 7 and then just put out 8 and not cash in on the success of 7. They're going to milk this to death until we get 
part two. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get three or four DLCs before we get part two of remake. I'm uh I'm not shitting on Final Fantasy VII. Like I tried it right. Like now Final Fantasy has never really been my thing. I'm the outlier in that I actually like thirteen. But um, in in regards to what you just said there, Delvin. Not calling Final Fantasy a dead horse, but the euphemism you're looking for is they're going to beat the dead horse. Is, yeah, they uh, are. They're literally going to take a stick and beat the horse until no more money comes out of it. You already um, seen them starting to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also the mobile game has no relation to the actual... Uh, it's literally just a mobile version of Final Fantasy VII. Like that, that's what it is. No, it's not. I don't think it is. Pretty sure. No, it's not. It's not. It's not the mobile version of Final Fantasy VII, which already exists. This is something different. It it has to do with like all of the the first class soldiers. It's something different. It's like a multiplayer game or something mm, like that. Let me look at it. What? It's a like a battle royale mobile game. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a battle royale game. That's weird. I I thought it was just a mobile version of Seven, which I knew was coming. Like the. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the, the again to to further like make Delvin's point, the euphemism he was looking for is beat the dead horse, which is currently what something else is doing but i won't m- mention that here so delvin knows yeah, what, delvin one, knows what i'm talking about what the heck is it called final fantasy 7 the first soldier that's what it's called yeah mm-hmm. it's a battle royale game coming yeah. to mobile so that's what it is interesting yeah uh, now- it ties in in the fact that it's dealing with the soldier program so yeah, they can have all kind of spinoffs. There's so much stuff in Final Fantasy VII that they could they could do all kind of spinoffs. And like you, like Delvin said, the fact that they created a Yuffie spinoff, they could do the same thing for Vincent. They could do it for Kate Sif. They could do it for Sid if they really wanted to. Like there's there's all kind of stuff you can do with those. Um, I'll be excited to see whatever they do because Final Fantasy VII is was my gateway into the Final Fantasy series, and I hold it in. Very high regards. Yeah, still one of my favorite RPGs ever. Probably my favorite RPG ever, if you don't count Mass Effect. I love Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So yeah, it could be it could be three parts, it could be five parts, it could be seven. Who the hell knows? But yeah, I I agree. the The idea of them Kingdom Heartsing this game is a very likely. It would just be nice to actually finish a story within this console generation because it already spans two at this point. I mean, so. they're 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 Kingdom Heartsing Final Fantasy One at this point, like. Yeah. I don't know. I've never played Final Fantasy One. I no, just thought but they did some pixel stuff to it, and they're releasing it on mobile, which is weird. No, Final Fantasy Origins is set in the universe of of Final Fantasy One. Like that's what I mean by they're Kingdom Heartsing it. Like they're they're going back to older Final Fantasies and releasing new games in that, like set in no. that. Universe. I don't even know what Final Fantasy Origins is. It's you know that demo they released from E3. Uh, I didn't pay any attention, so no. Okay, well, I'm sure Delvin knows what I'm yes, talking I about. Do. Like the the Souls like Final Fantasy game that's that's coming out. Like that's set in the universe of Final Fantasy One. Like their Kingdom Hearts yeah. like as much Final Fantasy as they can here. So. Yeah. Is that the I'm I'm here for chaos? Yes. Is that thing. Yes. Oh, that looked awful. <laughs> Apparently, apparently it doesn't play well. Uh, it's from what I've heard, but I haven't played it. So. I played five I mean, minutes of like... it and immediately changed it to the world that ends with you demo. Nah, I'm good with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a demo. I never expect yeah. those to play well. That's the yeah. kind of the point, right? Yeah, it's just to show you like what the game's gonna be, which is which is fair. I don't know. 
it'll be interesting to see. I definitely think three sounds good, though. Like, three full games. Like, I'm sure they'll do a bunch of DLC packs, because I know that seven was a long game. Even before yes. they started changing bits of it. I'm not spoiling what they changed. Um, I do yeah. know what they changed, though. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think three makes sense, because, like, all of Midgard is act one. And then... You know, so I don't think do you you don't change discs as soon as you leave Midgar though. No, you don't. You change later. So yeah, but I mean changing discs. If you that, break it up into acts, then yeah, this would be the end of the first act. Yeah. Uh so like I don't know, are they doing a five act story or a three act story? Because there's a difference. I have no uh, idea. What, what, my question is, is what was the original Final Fantasy seven? Do you do you know? I don't I don't know. You can't really even go off of that because yeah. of where this story goes. Honestly yeah. speaking, because they kinda yeah. well, let's see. Could, could It'd be, be nice to hear something yeah. like Tokyo Game Show maybe. Maybe about part two. I mean, so I was listening to PSXP this week while we're on this. Uh, this is re- related. You listen uh, to us? Or, no, I was going to say, that's us. No, sorry. I was listening to PS <laughs> I Love You. Uh, shout out to Greg's picture frame falling off the wall in the middle of the show. I heard that. Um, they, were, they, were, yeah. <laughs> they were talking about, um, they were talking about, like, PSX potentially coming back. Because um, that trademark was filed again, which, again, in like... Not to break my own heart here, but even the Sunset Overdrive one doesn't necessarily mean like a PSX event is coming or a Sunset Overdrive game is coming. It just or means that it's going to be the same thing. It, it's yeah, it's just that they need to retain the the right to use it. But uh, they were like, "What's what's your realistic goal for a PSX?" And Janet, uh, who's now a a permanent uh, addition to PS, I love you, which is she's great. Uh, she's she's great to listen to. Uh, her thoughts were uh, Final Fantasy VII part remake part two trailer at at PSX, and I was like, "All right, I I don't know that that's realistic, but uh, I, I'll take it." <laughs> it would make sense to do it there, like yeah. it's I mean, a huge franchise for PlayStation, also so currently not available anywhere else. Over a- after mm-hmm. the ex- less exclusivity period ended, and then they re-extended yep. the exclusivity when the inner great dlc came out yep so that would be a great place to showcase it if this rumored july psx thing is legit so yeah and i can see them we'll see. I, can, I can see that making sense and then be like hey here's a trailer for remake part two after we show the, the second dlc we're going to release right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all right, moving along. Our next question comes from Hollywood Bones. He says, so I'm camping this weekend and we were making bacon. Making bacon is always a good thing. He says, the cooked bacon was being placed on a plate on the picnic table and a huge gust of wind came through and took the bacon with it. The bacon landed on the gravel and totally ruined the bacon. Ruined bacon is one of the worst things in the world. I'd agree. Sound like a bacon commercial. I'm right. <laughs> we were devastated. What are some things that are devastating to you? In general? Yeah, I was going to say, like, do we have any qualifications? (laughs) Nope, just something that's devastating to you. The second live-action Transformers movie. That was devastatingly awesome. Sorry, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. That's funny. loves that one. The second is where you draw the line? I'm sorry. I think the third one is worse than two. All of them are just awful. 
No, oh, so hey, Bumblebee. The, Bumblebee. The first one. The first one, the first the first one was right. pretty good, and Bumblebee is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Dylan O'Brien, by the way, who voices Bumblebee in Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's but, a good one, yeah. Transformers uh, is just, uh, man. You see they have a new one coming out, too? Yeah. Beast Wars. Uh, yeah, I thought that was just announced that it was in development. I think it's not out until 2023, though, right? Yeah, they just announced that it's being developed. Mm-hmm. Game Master 712 says the second Transformer movie is his guilty or his or her guilty pleasure. I love Prime with Wings. It's also my wife's guilty pleasure. She loves that. She says Optimus can tell her to do anything. She loves Optimus's <laughs> voice. Okay, here, here, here's the thing. I would watch Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Over Transformers Dark of the Moon, literally any day of the week. I'm sorry, but Transformers 2 is an enjoyable watch compared to Transformers 3, where literally half of the movie has no Transformers in it. I will say this. The fight scene in the woods with Prime is amazing. That I will say about that movie. I I mean... God, it makes me so mad because it's like, why do you stop fighting all of a sudden, Sam? And then you get stabbed. Like, really? Yeah, really, dude. For yeah. real, that that's that movie pisses me off. Yeah, I it's mean, so many ways. I mean, it makes terrible decisions, like the oh, the dangling balls joke at the end of <laughs> just those two characters in general. I cannot stand. Yeah. Whoa, the like the little robots. They, I cannot. No, stand them. I, I was more or less talking about the dangling balls joke made by uh the Secret Seven guy. Which, why did you bring him back? <laughs> like Secret Seven got disbanded at the end of the first Transformers movie, and you brought that guy back for Transformers Two. Like, yeah, he know he knows so much. You know, he's. Oh my! God. I mean, he's a good actor, but like, come on! You didn't need to bring him back for Transformers Two. Also, like yeah. the the Sam cheating subplot there with like that robot that disguised as like a supermodel and tried to like get like that was so dumb. They, um, she was ugly too. God, <laughs> yeah. They they just She's not attractive. Should have not have made I, anything I after one. I don't. I agree. I I mean, Transformers One was all right. Like. Uh, also, shout out to that article. Gar- Sorry, this is related to Transformers 1, which is why I'm bringing it up. Uh, shout out to that article from the New York Post the other day about like the four words people want to hear during sex. And someone quote tweeted the article and said, Are you username Ladiesman217? <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> Anyways, so, like, Transformers uh, is th- devastating. Transformers 2 is devastating. For me, it's when my family doesn't put freaking dishes in the dishwasher and let them pile up in the sink that is devastating to me it drives me nuts and i want to murder people when they do it i'm getting annoyed with this melon app i see you commenting responding to someone in the chat i can't see what they're saying like what the hell <laughs> i don't know i never see anything so i'll just ignore it now yeah, um, it was garrett it was garrett saying and we're talking about transformers 2 right on schedule <laughs> I mean, it was really, we were asked what was devastating, like... Yeah. And Delvin gave his answer. I mean, yeah. Uh, what's devastating for me? The state of, like, rights for LGBT people and uh, other minorities and, you know, like, the escalating tensions in the world. Not to bring the podcast down, but, like, you didn't give yeah, a qualification. A devastating thing, <laughs> indeed. You didn't yeah. give a qualification for what kind of devastating content you wanted. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that is definitely devastating. That that, that qualifies for sure. Yeah. This is your fault, yeah. Hollywood Bones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a tangent if it was part of the question. So, yeah, I want bacon now. I do. Yeah, I had bacon the other day. I had uh, chicken tornadoes, which is chicken wrapped in bacon. Probably gonna make some bacon burger bacon. today. Probably. I don't That's have any more up. bacon, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't either, but I'll be going to the store for bacon at some point. All right, our last question, and bear with me, this is long, comes from uh, Mr. Pastor Coach Ham. He says, so with the addition of our new puppy and the housebreaking and training involved and the visitation of my in-laws until mid-July, which brings a whole new set of blessings or challenges, I don't feel like I have time for anything. Have you ever been in a place where you feel like there just isn't enough time in the day? If so, what aspect of life or activities do you deem a waste of time? Would you cut out of your schedule if were possible? Honestly, for me, besides getting rid of the menial housework, such as dishwashing, laundry, and now dog poop scooping, I would likely cut out sleeping if I physically could. I mean, I love naps, but once I sleep too long, my body just hurts. I could gain an extra six, seven hours a day for a video game. I mean, work and ministry in Brazil. So basically, like, of all the menial tasks in the day, like what would you cut out to give yourself more time? Just on his point of cutting out sleep. Hi, as someone who doesn't sleep regularly, please enjoy your sleep while you have it because I love sleep. It just doesn't love me. <laughs> if, if I didn't have to do it, the answer would 100% be work. Mine <laughs> because too. Literally I, mine too. As everybody knows, I'm a man of a million podcasts. A lot of times, I get asked to be on a million podcasts. <laughs> so, like, if I could, like, not work and just come over and relax, then cop on a podcast, that would be just heaven for me. I'm, I'm very surprised you haven't found a way to monetize being on podcasts yet, sir. Like, that could literally somebody, be a job for you. Somebody literally told me I should talk people to be on podcasts. I mean, <laughs> like they could absolutely. That, that has 100% come up. Multiple people, in fact, have told me, like, hey, you should just start charging people to go on their podcast. Like, uh, not a bad idea. I mean, you could, you know. Try it. See what happens. Yeah. Can't hurt, you know. Um, I would definitely cut out sleep because um, that's, you know, a bunch of hours in the day that I can't get back that I don't get to be productive with in any way, shape, or form. So... I would definitely cut that out. I like the menial housework because it gives me just a moment to myself because usually when I'm doing it, I can throw on a podcast and ignore the children or whatnot. So I would be I'm good with that. But yeah, I would I would cut out sleep if I could. I, I like my job. I, pr I promise you cutting out the sleep is not worth it. Well, if it was physically possible. What about you? Would you cut out work as well? Just work? That, that's what I said. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like pipe dream stuff, but like eventually down the ro road, like that will be possible. Like universal basic income is going to be a thing at some point. So then, then people can do that. Um, but I don't know. It's probably like five or more years away, but we're getting there. Like we're getting to the point of like automation in jobs and stuff. Like it's not going to be enough for everybody. Uh, job wise, I mean, I'm not talking like resources or anything like that. Uh, that's a totally different topic, but like we're getting to the point that eventually people can cut work out. Um, but that's that's definitely what I would cut out if I could right now. Um, 
Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Well, that does it for our questions. Thank you guys actually, for submitting those. Actually, I have a question, but I didn't want to put it in the show notes. Okay. What is what is your current game of the year? Ratchet and Clank. I don't know. I don't feel like I've played enough stuff to really even nothing. Nothing has scratched that. Oh my god, this is game of the year itch so far. I mean, Ratchet is great, but I don't know that I would necessarily say it's my game of the year. To be perfectly honest, um, yeah, I don't have a game of the year. <laughs> uh, currently, for me, and this will shock people because I actually haven't played it since January, but I'll get back to it. I've been letting all the season pass content build up before I purchase it. Uh, Hitman Three. Solid choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't give anything game of the year for me. There's nothing that's been like, oh my god, this is incredible. Like I really enjoyed Ratchet, but I also really enjoyed Outriders. I also really enjoyed Returnal, but I wouldn't give any of them like this has been the greatest game. And no, just I don't have one yet. I, I figured ask this question now because otherwise we generally don't really think about it until December. So. Yeah, I don't generally think about it at all. <laughs> I think about it. I'm not gonna say I don't. I think about it a lot. Just yeah, I don't. I don't ever really think about that type of stuff. To be perfectly honest, until I'm forced to, when somebody's like, "Oh, it's the game of the year time show," but otherwise, like, it doesn't even cross my mind. I just like games. I just like to play games. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for our questions. Thank you for submitting them. Please just continue to submit any and all questions. We will answer them all and go down whatever rabbit holes they take us. <laughs> all right. So let's jump into some news. What do you got for us, Haley? Uh, Insomniac is working on a multiplayer game uh, or working on a multiplayer project. Uh, there's there's no clues yet as to what it is, but. Uh, According to it, it seems to be incorporating melee combat and a narrative focus. So, my hopes for this are that it's Chaos Squad and a new Sunset game, but that's a pipe dream. Uh, but based on like what the project is like rumored to be as, it also doesn't sound like Resistance, so it could be something new. Mm -hmm. Or it could be co-op for Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So Insomniac's tweet, you know, says Insomniac is hiring. We've we have five new job openings for a multiplayer project. Come join us and be a part of the PlayStation Studios family. And they're hiring for a creative director, a systems designer for multiplayer, story lead, art director, and a VFX artist all for this multiplayer project. So that will lead me to believe it. It is something new. I don't think you would need to hire all of that for for like a minor uh, the new Spider-Man game if it's going to be multiplayer. I would think that they would already kind of have that up. So this definitely gives it that this is something new they're working on feeling. It's like, God, how y'all, how y'all got time to do that? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? like they've released what? Four game, like three games in six months. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Craziness. That's crazy. Um, Whatever they do right now, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're gold. Everything they touch is just has been incredible. So bring it on i have no idea what it would be i'm not big in the multiplayer outside of destiny at this point so i don't know that i'd even play whatever it is if it is purely multiplayer focused but uh i'm here to see whatever they whatever they create i agree yeah. they've been killing yeah. it 
the, like like yeah. I said, there's there's not much to this story, but like it's interesting for sure because like the last yeah. time they did multiplayer, it was uh, it was Sunset Overdrive for Chaos Squads. So, hmm. yeah, very interesting. I don't, I yeah, I don't know what it would be, and I hope they don't make Spider Man multiplayer. To be perfectly honest, like I don't, I don't want that. Well, but either of you want? spider-man to be multiplayer only if i could play with one of the two of you like i'll be honest like there's not many other people Hmm. i'd want to play but even still i don't mean multiplayer and like oh yeah there's like 13 people in in yeah i mean like co-op like just yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i'd be fine with co-op missions um depending on how far they go i'll be fine with um if they made a spider-verse game (laughs) and you get the kind of like have a four-player co-op where one person could be Miles, one person could be Peter, one person could be Gwen, one person could be Spider-Man. You know, thinking of it, this could be that, because it says melee combat. Yeah. Yeah. That could be interesting. But then it's like, does that end up just fall down, falling down the rabbit hole of what Avengers just was? Like, do we want that to happen Like, do we even want the possibility of that happening? But see, the thing is, is that Insomniac's done well with multiplayer in the past like i'm not a resistance fan but that was good uh but that's not co-op that's just strictly multiplayer like that's the difference again all that we know right now is multiplayer project that doesn't state whether it's co-op or anything like that right yeah Yeah. but they've done well with multiplayer in the past and the only one that they really haven't done well on was fuse but that was mostly from ea's meddling so yeah well, Game Master says he doesn't want to see unless it's a four-player Spider-Man beat him up side-scroller. Otherwise, he's out. Side-scrolling Spider-Man game? I'm sorry. But it's a cool idea. So, it, Like I said, I, looking at Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and seeing how the rifts work in that game, I can see a Spider-Verse game like that. Yeah, I can definitely see a Spider-Verse game, yeah, for sure. I, think- I would play as Gwen. She's dope. Yeah, she is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally my favorite spider character. So, can we get Silk too? Just cause. Yeah. No? So Silk's cool, <laughs> but Gwen's worth that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see whatever whatever it is. I don't think we'll see anything for quite some yeah. time. I'd imagine. I mean, being that they don't have any of those positions filled, so I, I feel like it'll be a, a ways off. Like we're talking like 2025, possibly. Probably. Especially if they're you know working on spider-man and who knows what else so but it's something to keep your eye on for the future for sure all right Devin, what you got for us well for fans of anime like me there was this kind of big sensation that happened earlier this year where demon slayer everybody loved the anime they had a movie that went out went out in actual theaters and did well i don't know if you guys heard about that yeah, Demon Slayer was one of the first movies to come out in theaters this year, if I'm correct. And it did it really well. Now Demon Slayer is having is going to have a video game made by CyberConnect. And for those who know CyberConnect, they were the people who were originally working on Final Fantasy VII when the mm-hmm. fir- first time the remake came up and stuff, and they stopped working on that, and they started working. What they're known for mostly is the, the old PS3 Naruto games, which are fantastic. Okay. They are very, very good. So 
I'm super excited to play a Demon Slayer game because the anime is a good series. I only watched a couple episodes of it, and I liked it a lot. And it's going to be super interesting to see Cyber Connect making doing what they do best, anime games. Like I said, the Naruto series is really good. Like, every time they've made an anime game, and people don't give them credit for it because you, when you think of those licensed games, you think of the ones that are really mm-hmm. bad. But Cyber Connect consistently makes really good licensed game based off anime. Yes, they did the, the, the dot hack games. Which is Dragon very popular. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, so. Hmm. I mean, I've heard the name Demon Slayer thrown around, but I've never actually watched or paid any attention to it. Um, but I have heard that people really enjoy it, so. It's cool they're coming out with the game. It's going to be PS4, PS5, so everything. PC, Xbox, it's coming everywhere. I mean, based on, like, just the few people I follow on Twitter that are, like, big into anime, I feel like this is going to end up being huge unless it is garbage. Yeah. But just based on their their pedigree, seems like it'll actually do well. And the good thing about those games are they all play very well. So even if you don't like anime, if you want a really good playing game, with a decent plot and storyline, check out the Cyber Connect games. They're good. Wow, and it's coming this year. It says October 15th. I pre-ordered it yesterday. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, I don't really have I'll much have to say to, about uh, it. Yeah, I don't either, but I'll, I'll keep an eye on it and wait to hear back from, from Delvin as I'm sure he'll be playing that and playing through it. So, yeah. Yes. I'll definitely check out the trailer and then uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be watching some Demon Slayer. Who knows? Really cool anime series. All right, so our last little small story before we get into the big topic. Um, this came out a while ago. But we never really addressed or talked about it, but the the PS Five system software beta program is actually coming. Did either of you guys sign up for that? I did. I did not. I did not see you could sign up for it. Might as well sign up for it now. You can't. Yeah. It's over. Can't sign up for it no. anymore, as far as I know. Like, it only lasted for a couple days, and then I signed up for it, but I don't expect to get chosen. Like, they're mm-hmm. very selective with it. Can you? Actually, I don't know. You can still you can still sign up. I'll put the link in our Discord okay. chat. Cool, cool. I signed um, up for the yeah. PS4 one, so. I, I never got PS5 one. I got chosen for one of them, and then never again. Like, that. Yeah. So, the way that they do it is completely different to the way that Xbox does it. Um, Xbox does, like, the preview build, and then, like, you join that program, and you have the option of literally mm-hmm. always getting the preview builds. Whereas with PlayStation, you have to sign up literally every time. Yeah. I've signed up for... I've signed up for them, and I usually always get into most of them. Um, so, I definitely signed up for this one as well. I'm always down to test out the new hotness. Like, it's just, I enjoy it. It's kind of what I do for a living. So, yeah, I'm, I've definitely signed up. I'm curious to see what this beta brings. Um, it probably won't be a thing until maybe August. Usually they put out the signups a month later. The stuff um, typically goes out for people who have been approved, and then the beta comes out usually the month after that. So I'm very curious to see what it will be. It's supposed to be um, a big like their big update. So yeah, I'm more curious to find out what the hell the update will be than actually getting into the beta. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping it includes like. Well, no, that'll probably be next year. But I'm hoping it include. Well, I was hoping it would include some kind of 
chat update, but with the Discord integration coming next year, that'll probably be next yeah. year. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing I want to see from from them is whatever they do with with Discord, and hopefully it's not just you can show what games you're playing on Discord. I really want Discord to be just integrated as a chat feature for everything. Like it, it would be, I, it would be so God. nice because mm-hmm. half the time when I'm playing stuff, I'm not even wearing the Steel Series headset. I just have it on so that my game isn't interfering with game with like chat and talk to friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, uh, oh, well, I think you've both seen what happened in my headset. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the new one is apparently going to be here tomorrow. I didn't really have the money to do it, but I, I kind of needed to do it. So I also don't even know how it happened. I literally picked them up Friday morning to move to, like, go to work, which is right here. And just That's crazy. I'm still that attached. Now, nice all right it's still attached (laughs) to the headset and i can wear it but like it's uncomfortable so like i ordered the new one on thursday or sorry no it was thursday or i don't remember when i ordered it but it was one of the two whenever it broke i essentially ordered it that morning and then you should get free shipping i I didn't order it from steel series actually i ordered it from i ordered it from best buy which is why it'll be here on monday and not a week and a half later right so but yes, I did get free shipping. Nice, thank goodness. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I'll be. I sign up for this beta, and I hope it comes. Even if it has, like, I don't think it'll have the uh, expansion enabled in the beta. No, I don't think so either. But I like, think that'll cause... be like part of the big. <laughs> yeah, I think it may come with this, but it just may not be enabled in the beta. Um, but yeah, chat would be nice because I mean we use we me and my boys when we play Destiny we just use the the PSN chat and it's been fine, but I would really prefer to use Discord to be perfectly honest. So d- d- I think Discord would be a lot easier too because of the way that like joining and leaving calls works in Discord mm-hmm. as opposed to the way they changed the uh, the the way like parties and stuff works which. I don't yeah. ever like they said they were gonna look into changing it back for PS4, but then I don't think we ever heard anything about them doing anything for that. And I knew they weren't gonna change it for PS5. I think they will with Discord integration if it's more than just showing what your game is. Um, but I, I definitely like I hate the way parties work now. Like it used to be so simple. You could just hey these friends are in a party. It's open. Do you want to join them? You can't do that anymore. Like you, like there's no like list of these are people are in parties or anything to join right so it also used to be useful for like it's play apex with uh hollywood bones and mozambique all the time and i just joined the party they had going on on party chat but now it's hard to tell so that's weird because the way we do it like we just we just have a party chat for so we just call it the squad so anybody will just jump into that and then you just jump in again but every time you do that you have to make a new con you have to make a new party thing like it's not it's not the way parties used to work where hey you can just join a party as soon as this party ends it's gone it's not lingering on your system as like hey this is a chat you've been in before now it what because ours does it's literally just always there just the squad we all just enjoyed that one that's new and it only oh, like apply- and it only applies to the people that you have invited to that chat. Whereas mm-hmm. before, there used to be you could set the party to po- to private, and nobody would be able to see it unless they were invited to it. Or mm-hmm. you could set it to open, 
And like with playing Apex with Hollywood Bones and, and Mozambique and everybody else, you just join the party and then, you know, group up from there. But now, if I want to do that, I have to invite Hollywood Bones and Mozambique to a party. That party will stay consistent and just clutters up the friends network. Like, like the friends tab, it's annoying. I hate it. Like, I Correct. wish they did parties the old way. That's the only party that I ever have. Actually, I have two parties. I have the squad and then TNT, which is like the rest of our clan. So we only have the two. So I never have even... it. For me, it was like it was the same thing as it always was. It was always just a private, a private chat. There was only a couple people that were invited to it, and we all just jumped into it. So I had no idea that it really had any chance. So everybody, anytime you would, would complain about this new chat system, I'm like, I don't even know what changed. It feels the same for me. But, but no. I also don't chat with people i don't have an open party ever in life it changed a lot i hate it so yeah i guess it works for us non-social people like me and delvin who are like i don't want to talk to you facts <laughs> i don't want to talk to nobody don't want to look at them don't hear any yeah, of your don't, deep conversation don't jump. if we ain't playing the same game you better not be in my chat if we ain't playing together nah man get that noise out of here that's why i can't be a twitch streamer <laughs> <laughs> but see that's different because they're not in your chat you can ignore them it's just a scrolling chat you don't even have to pay attention yeah but just click that chat off <laughs> like, no mute everything that's what delvin does with discord now yeah pretty much yeah 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 Old and honorary. We don't want to talk to y'all. Go away. Yeah. You mean ornery? Isn't it ornery, not honorary? Honorary, honorary. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I, I mean. I do what you the meant. point yes. is across. Yes. All right. So let's get into this this topic of the, the show here. Topic of the week. There are so many rumors going around about the PS5 and things that are coming, things that are happening, PSX, the PS Plus games for July, some Ghost of Tsushima mini sequel stuff, like there's just a bunch of stuff. So like we'll start off with this Ghost of Tsushima mini sequel called Ghost of Ikishima, which is apparently rumored for PS5 and is supposed to be shown at the next state of play, which people are thinking is going to be called PlayStation Experience in July. Um, when they re-upped their trademark, it also was meant to include anything digital or like a, a show that's online instead of just in person, because I highly doubt that they would have an in-person show in July with no lead up to actually buy tickets or anything. So if anybody's thinking there's a PS that's going to happen in July, that's highly doubtful because like, where are you going to have it? Tickets haven't gone on. So there's no announcement. I don't think they would do that with like only a couple of weeks notice. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, but the possibility of a state of play and them calling it the PlayStation experience, like it could be a new thing they do for E3. That makes sense. I could see that happening. Where they just take that play that that that, that PlayStation Experience moniker and tie it to their summer showcase. Um, so lots of rumors about this 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 Ghost of Ikishima coming to uh, whatever their state Whoa. of play is in the summer. It's supposed to be like a mini sequel, kind of like a um, like the Uncharted Lost Legacy type thing. So a little bit smaller game, kind of similar in in, in vein to like uh, Morales. I would be a hundred percent down 
for anything ghost related. That sounds personally. cool. Yeah. But again, it's just a rumor. Could be anything. Who knows? Could be nothing. Um, and with that, there's also like another rumor that God of War Ragnarok will be shown also at this PSX state of play. That's uh, Which I think sounds absolute nonsense, personally. I mean, to be fair, uh, Jeff Grubb and others do think that whatever the next PlayStation event is shown, Ragnarok will be shown. I can Which see it. Ma- makes sense with timing. The only thing I see being a thrall to it, uh, we'll go back to the Tsushima mini sequel thing in a second, but the only thing that kind of throws a spanner in the works of the God of War thing is that I think we'll definitely find out whether or not Horizon comes this year or not at the next PlayStation event. Yeah. Um, And if they're going to do that, I don't think they'll show God of War in the same event. Mm. Oh. I would just say, why not? Like, I mean, you've got Horizon coming, like now. You've got God of War to look forward to. You possibly got this Ghost of Ikashima coming. Like, I, I don't see why why it would hurt. I think people are like pressed and want to see something from God of War Ragnarok. That yeah. I don't think showing it would take away from Horizon, especially if it's not coming this year. Uh yeah. I mean, that's fair as well. The thing is, is that I think people are already like overhyping themselves for this event. Yeah, that I mean that happens with anything Sony because they're always so close to the chest. It's just like a Nintendo Direct. People want the world from these things, and then we end up not quite getting it. But I think PlayStation does a really, really good job as of late with their state of plays as stating what is going to be in them yeah. so that we don't get this this this, you know, overhype and expecting something that's not gonna be there. So I, just, I think uh, they do a really good job of tempering those expectations. I, I will say this. To add a caveat that I think people are getting overhyped because Sony didn't have an E3. So they're thinking mm-hmm. this is going to be their E3. Right. And I mean, it, that's probably what it's going to be. The Sorry, so, continue. So that leads for people to be hyped because we want to, people want to see what, hey, what Sony's quote unquote E3 is, even though we know it's not an E3. But we want to see what they have in store for us, what's coming up for PS5 owners and things like that. So it's, it, it, the hype kind of has valid reason for it this time. Now, the other times, you'd be like, all right, we know it's nothing big coming if they're telling us nothing big is coming. But I can see them because of the whole around E3 thing showing us all these crazy things like God of War, Ragnarok, showing us Horizon, showing us some of the things that's coming up that maybe further down the line. Um, if you're going to be hyped for any PlayStation event, this probably would be the one to be hyped for. Yeah. I'm, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, yes, but also, uh, your your comment of like this is people are thinking this is going to be PlayStation Z three. Whatever their next event is, is PlayStation Z three. Like, I hate to be the the bearer of bad news here, but like, they're not like whatever the next event is. It's not just going to be a fifteen minute state of play. Like, it, there's no way it can be. Uh, just based on what Jeff said at Summer Games Fest with like the 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 real reveal of. Death Stranding director's cut coming in just a few Unless weeks. Unless it's just a state of play for that, which I, is not outside the realm of possibility. That is a good you're, point. You're correct. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Here's why I don't think that's a thing, though. Because that game already had a full state of play for, like, its original reveal, plus the state of play as it got closer to release. I don't think they're going to do that again. I think, if anything, if it's just for that, you'll still get the Horizon news at the end because, literally, like... all. 
one of the big rumors, and I mean, I'm sure it was just speculation, and also like they didn't really want to repeat it last time, but like speculation was that like Gorilla didn't want to put a date until they knew when Breath of the Wild was coming, because they didn't want hmm. that whole fiasco to happen again. Which I don't think is how that played out and why we didn't have a date yet. I think they just wanted to be sure. But I think whenever their next event is, we will definitely know whether Horizon's coming uh, this year or not. Um, I'm still hopeful that it is. Um, but uh, I, I also seriously don't think that they would have a state of play just for Death Stranding Director's Cut. I think there'd be indies or something in there for sure. But yeah. I, I also definitely think whatever the next event, this is going to be more than a standard state of play. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be at least like a 40-minute showcase or something. I will say yeah. this. You, I can 100% see them having a state of play with just Death, Death Stranded, Director's Cut, just 30 minutes of <laughs> Kojima just talking randomly about stuff they added into the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did that at I could re- too, which is just, it makes me, I could see that. Like, it's so sad. I could totally see them doing that. It's, yeah. uh, that would be sad for sure. But also, like, it was very funny when Kojima showed up at, at Summer Games Fest and started talking about 9-11 and stuff. And, like, it was, I mean, which, you know, they're world events. They deserve to be talked about. But it was just, like, really, like, out there, right? Yeah. I could could see something like that happen with Kojima. If it it was anybody else, like, no, they wouldn't do that. But Kojima's that weird and unique that they would probably do something like that. Like, hey, here's the state of play just about Death Stranding, the game you've already played, but we've added the Snyder cut to it. (laughs) Basically. Also, again, how do you add a director's cut to a game that you weren't kicked out of or anything like that? Like, it was literally your game. Like, you were in control the entire time. How do you have to do a director's cut for a game? Like, I don't because understand. Because it's Kojima. The amount of stuff he probably cut from that game is, like, all of the weird, that ridiculous was, extra stuff. That game was long already and also started mm-hmm. with piss grenades. Like, I love that game. It's so out yeah. there and so weird. It's just great. But it's also the fact of creating a native PS5 version. So I think it, it also ties into that as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get something like that for Last of Us and Ghost at some point as well. I think they're just doing them in order of release. Maybe. I, I, I just, I don't, do we need, I mean, we don't need any of this shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, do we need a version, but we don't need any of this, but, you know, they do it anyway. But, uh, yeah, so, like, according to a French game site, Je Video, Je Video, whatever it is, um, it's supposed to be happening on July 8th if you want to, you know, go well, deep into on, the river, Ben. That's a Thursday. July. Okay, that's what I was checking. Was I know that was for a, a fact because I'm that, going to AEW on that Wednesday, the 7th. That that lines up with when PlayStation likes to do their state of plays. is usually on Thursdays, so. Yeah. But also, so, like, if it was going to be a big state of play, you'd think they'd, like... Have an announcement about it this week. Well, I mean, this week just started, so it's very possible that like we get the announcement of what the PS Plus games are, which the rumor for that right now is a uh, World Rally Championship uh, nine, nine, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, and a Playtale Innocence, which. In Xbox's showcase, they showed the remastered version of that game that- coming to Xbox, and then we found out that it's also available on PS5. So there's a huge, you know, possibility of that coming yeah. as the big PS5 PS Plus game for this month. I mean, it, so it, it also makes sense because they did also just announce uh, a Plague Tale Requiem as yeah. the uh, sequel to a Plague Tale Innocence. Um, yeah. 
Fair so, warning. Yeah, it's very possible. Uh, Next week we hear for all of that. Yeah. Sorry. Blog just, post goes up. Yeah. Just fair warning about Plague Tale for anyone considering playing it. That game is very dark. So like if you get uh, like depressed or whatnot like very easily, like y- you may want to avoid that game. Just a heads up. So. And the I, rat physics in that game are crazy. They are, but my point was not about like how dark the game is, like visually. I mean, like the yeah. the tones and stuff in that game are very dark. If you get like, de- like I'll be able to play it. Like my, speaking I'm, of which, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the the to- like the tones and like themes of that game are so dark that like if you're easily like moved or like you know, made sad by stuff like that. Like it's, it's definitely a game to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we have EA's play later this month. I would love to get a PSX, like something big. Like I, I I don't want to overhype myself, but I mean, when you, when Sony says we've got 25 games we're working on, you know, that are, that are coming for PS five or whatnot. Like it'd be nice to have, some, some kind of showcase that gives us some idea of what that is outside of what we already know. Um, I feel like Xbox had a really good, really big showing um, at E3. And I want Sony to answer with their own level of hype. And you can do it when this, you know, the spotlight is on you, which is, I think, what they really like going for is being like, yeah, we're the only news in town. And... The PS5 is still insanely popular, still sells out right away, pretty much. They fly off the shelves. We know that people want them as, like, the, the most ridiculous selling console right now. Um, so to be able to have a large showcase to even further that that hype and that fandom would, would be really good. I think it would really just be a nice shot in the arm for PlayStation, to be perfectly honest. So... And if they use the PlayStation Experience moniker, I think that also kind of brings an added level of hype. Instead of it just being a state of play, being able to say, you know, hey, this is what PlayStation Experience is now. It's going to be our our summer showcase that akin to E3 or whatnot. I think that could add a little a little panache to it to, to give us something that's a little bit bigger than just a state of play. And I'm here for that. Yeah, like I said, I think their next event is definitely going to be a showcase and not a standard state of play. Uh, definitely want to see more of Sifu. That game just put out a GIF oh, yeah. on Twitter earlier this week, uh, which actually revealed something I didn't even know. I didn't know there was going to be a female playable character in that game. Uh, yeah, you get to choose to be male or female. I saw that, yeah. But I didn't know that. So, like that. They announced it when they announced it. <laughs> I don't know. I must have missed it. But, anyways, that's pretty cool. Like, I was already excited for it regardless, but, like, that the GIF they put out this week. Oh, fantastic. Um, definitely yeah. want to see more Stray, although the only thing that puts a spanner in that is that Annapurna's doing their own event. Um, mm. I think next, I think it's July 21st, actually. Not certain. So um, what's the one thing you would want to see from the showcase? Outside of the stuff that we know that we're probably going to see, like Horizon and the oh, Death Stranding okay. stuff. Uh, long shot infamous remaster not gonna happen uh closer reality ps5 version of last of us 2 mm. what about you Devin? long shot long shot long shot what david cage is working on 
I know I want nothing to do with David Cage after the comments <laughs> that came out this week. And I'm not trying to shut down conversation here. But when you're literally quoted in French court as saying, we don't make games for FAGs. Oh, God, I want nothing to do with that man. <laughs> Why does I, he... think so- I think Sony wants nothing to do with that man now either. Why is he constantly <laughs> just putting his foot in his mouth? I didn't even know that was a thing. That, yeah, that, that, that was in the same courtroom, by the way, that he... <laughs> oh, someone on his team literally asked, I'm not under oath, so can I lie? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is also the same courtroom where David Cage literally left the courtroom running and crying at the same time. After making comments Ooh. about not making games for a slur, uh, and also how all the women in his games are horse. So Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, let me see what uh <laughs> yeah no david cage is not a good individual sorry to the rest of the people at quantic dream who have to work with him but like yikes let me see what sony ben's working on (laughs) there we go there we go (laughs) wow uh if anybody wants the the article that all this stuff was in i can find it and link it in the psvg discord for anybody but yeah, it's an yeah. interesting read to to hear David Cage literally like say this stuff in a courtroom, and then like someone who works with him go, "I'm not under oath, so can I lie? Can Why they, are you asking a judge in a courtroom? <laughs> can they kick him off the like the board? Like, can he? I'm pretty. I know. Right? Can they no, Papa John I'm, him? I'm pretty sure it's the same thing with why Randy Pitchford hasn't been kicked off Gearbox yet. Jesus. Because Randy Pitchford should not be in charge of Gearbox anymore, if anybody didn't know. Oh, my God. So. Jesus. Yeah. Oof. Game development is in a weird it's, place, It's, it's definitely some, in a weird place. Uh, it's so, in a weird place. That what, in Hollywood, y'all just, y'all need to get y'all shit together. What's yeah. your closer reality want to see at the, at, at the event, Delvin? <sighs> a teaser for the Charted game. Okay. Mm, yeah, that'd be nice. For me, the stuff that I re- that I want to see is all hardware based. <laughs> I want to see 1440p, like avail- up, like it being able to be, you know, done. I want to see yeah. that come. I um I want to see if they're doing anything with uh the FSR, the AMD tech that allows you know to to kind of like DLSS, so just more frames, better performance. Um, I kind of want to see something like that. Like if they're going to implement that, if they plan to implement that in any way. And then I'd like to see some more Forspoken because that game looked awesome. It does. Uh, it's also still slated for 2022, isn't it? I believe so. As far as I know, but yeah, I'd like yeah. to see more from that. Very, very excited for that game. Cause, uh, Gary Wood is attached to the writing team. So yeah. Oh, but abandoned other than that. I'm good for anything. What? Oh, let's see abandoned. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot about that. What abandoned? Nobody's forgot about that. Nobody forgot, forgot about that. They kind of put their own foot in their mouth this week again. Yeah, you don't know what the hell is going on with that. It's so strange. There's too many damn coincidences and weirdness with it. Who the hell knows? Also, then, I, yeah, 
we were supposed to get that app, and now they delayed it to what August? It's August seventh, I think. But also, the weird thing is, is that even though like you've clearly seen that Hassan is a real person now, there's still people going like and posting images underneath of like Hassan standing there with that Hideo behind the camera, and it's just like. I mean, he can be a real person, and he can still be associated with the studio that I, is associated. Like, it, it, it's so weird. It, it's it, so it weird. Is, it, like, there, there's so much nonsense going on here. But, and again, personal opinions on Jason Schreier's side. Like, you know, like, I, I disagree with the way some of his reporting goes. But, like, even he's, like, I'm pretty sure this is just an indie developer who got in way over his head and doesn't know what to do now. Like, yeah. yeah. Kind of just want to see the game. Weird situation, right? That way, that like, I, I think if we see the game, people will shut the hell up. <laughs> possibly, uh, it's just like why do you have so much cash? Like with with Sony, like why are you why are you being like why do you have this yeah, deal? Yeah, why them? are you why are you getting? How an are app? you a certified uh, like you got the blue check mark basically over on PSN? Like who are you and why do you have all of this? Like I mean, it's just weird not not to disparage but it's really easy to get that blue check mark over on playstation because like influencers have the blue check like yeah but we know influencers actually do something ain't nobody ever heard of this dude so for him to all of a sudden just have it it's just odd i mean all right so like some of the volition developers who you've never heard of have the blue check mark like literally so how, how long how long have they been around though that's the thing. These people haven't been public facing. They just have the check. They still it's, been around. It's, that's the thing. That's my point. Like they've uh, been around. Working we, on they've stuff. been doing stuff. This guy, they have like one, one pos- one game that's like on Steam that was in early access or some stuff. But for you to all of a sudden have this deal with Sony, and then you're you're verified. It's just weird. That's so, that's all I can say. It's just so, weird. So here's my thinking on the verified thing. Maybe all you need for the blue check mark if you're a developer is to prove that you're like a developer. And developing something Maybe. for PlayStation huh. because it seems it seems like that could be it because like you know why Greg and like like other influencers have the blue check mark and it's to signify hey this is the the real profile of this person um and you know to to avoid people copying them but like with developers like most people aren't trying to find developers on the PlayStation network. So like when you actually do find yeah. the account, like it's just to signify, Hey, I'm a developer. Right. So I, I don't know. Blue check mark. Probably for, I mean, I'm sure we all I'm surprised could. you ain't verified on Twitter yet. That's that he, bullshit. I should be verified. On actually, actually, <laughs> have you applied for it yet? Not recently. Did you know that I can never apply for it? Why? Hey, remember how my old account got suspended? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can never apply for it because you have to show ID. Yeah. Anyways, I don't care about being the verified because I'll never reach the follow. There's a follower threshold limit. Usually you need at least 10,000. I'm almost there. I know you are. That's why I said Jesus. you should apply for it because the, the, the follower count threshold isn't the only thing they look at. They look at like all of your work and whatnot. Uh, Although I think you got like have... forty million podcasts, you <laughs> exactly. got 10K followers, you might as well yeah. just start charging just for showing up on on, on shows. You know? <laughs> like I, I think the I think for entertainment, which is probably what you, podcasters would qualify under, yeah. I think you do need ten thousand to even apply. But like you're pretty damn close. So y'all get me the ten thousand followers, so I can get this check mark. <laughs> there it is. You know what's fun about having the check mark? You get a separate tab in your notifications for. Uh, 
for only verified people can you can see the replies. I'm gonna use that. Is Rebecca verified? No, but Rebecca could apply for it. I know that Rebecca. I feel like we could, we could have the both of you just verified and make PSVG just look good. Just, yeah, and I just I will use my power to hit on Rihanna every week. <laughs> <laughs> So using Oh my goodness. Using the power for evil, I see. Of course. Um, <laughs> hold on a sec. I'm, I just you, with you, that. No, hold on before we end because we're you ending asked, this. That's the perfect ending. No, no, no. You were asking if Rebecca <laughs> Rebecca could could apply for it. Rebecca's almost double the follower threshold. Re- Rebecca's almost at 20k. Like there Rebecca could definitely apply for it and the other thing i'm thinking of is what's the psv dream uh the network itself could probably apply for it but none of like the um separate accounts like the like our psxp account probably could apply for it or anything like that but the actual network account probably could so well but but on that note of delvin hitting on rihanna every week which i'm here for Go for that. Please. Don't be using By your all powers. Means, let you. me live vicariously through you. Use those powers and hit on her every week because yes. she is an amazingly wonderful, talented, beautiful individual. Speaking Love of Rihanna, did, did you guys see that? Like, there was a news article about the fact that like she covered up a tattoo. Like, that, I see every like, news article. I don't about Rihanna. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we knew that. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, absolutely. Rihanna, Meg the Stallion. I'm always on top of that. That info. Soon as it comes out. <laughs> Well, that does it for episode 89 of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us and give us a follow on those Twitters over at PlayStation XP and follow Delvin so he can get verified on Twitter. Um, stop by our blog at psvg.blog or the Discord at psvg.blog slash Discord and join us in all of our shenanigans there. And last but not least, we'd like to invite you to be a part of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash psvg. If you enjoy our content here, there's a slew of additional content over there to be had at just $3 a month. With that in mind, we'd like to give a special thank you for our patrons at the producer level, Mr. Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fall Harbor, Paul Calico, Kyle Heyman, Grouchy Surge, myself, Josh the Bone Software Bone, RJ Kern, Horse Girl 69, Zachary Adams, and Joseph Wilson. Thank you all so much for joining us in our journey here at PSVG. And with that in mind, let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zero. You can find me in your game platform of choice at Haley Zero. Again, if you're going to add me, just send me a message. I know you can't actually send a message as part of the friend request. Just send a message after the friend request. Like, you used to be able to, and I think you still can if you use the app to send it as part of the friend request. But, like, on the system itself, when you send a friend request, you can no longer send a message with it. Just send a message afterwards. If I see the message that, like, you're from... You know, I found you through the podcast and whatnot, or Twitter. Like, all right, cool. But it's just a blank friend request, and I got no idea who you are, and you have no friends in common or anything like that. Not adding. Um, and then, uh, again, still working on finding out what my real schedule is for work before I commit to, like, a streaming schedule that, like, let's say I commit now, and then three weeks from now when my schedule changes to my real schedule, I don't know that I can do it anymore. Um We'll we'll figure that out, but it's twitch.tv slash Haley Zero. Uh and then if you want to follow my shenanigans over on Tumblr, it's uh Haley Zarell.tumblr.com. 
single-handedly keeping that place afloat. I mean, I wouldn't say single-handedly. All the supernatural stuff that happened this week is definitely helping that place. So, Sounds made up. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. I know. I know. And where can the people find you, Delvin? You can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. And check out the Devil Cock Experience, especially this week, anywhere you get podcasts. Because my guest for this week, folks, the legendary rock star, Stan Bush. Oh. If you know who Stan Bush is, he wrote the song. You Got the Touch. Yep. He wrote You Got the Touch. He wrote Dare. He wrote a whole bunch of hit rock songs back in the 80s that people love. Wrote, like I said, played an integral part in the Transformers, the movie soundtrack. Great time interview with him. Definitely check out that episode. This cat's about to fall off the bed like Soot did. Oh, God. Have mercy. Save the cat. <laughs> I'm going And to. you can find me at Datton to Dev pretty much everywhere. Follow me on Twitters, add me on PSN, whatever you like. Datton to Dev pretty much everywhere. Go follow Dev on Tumblr. You can try. I mean, I'm not there. Actually, I'm pretty sure there is a Dat Ninja Dev on Tumblr. Wouldn't be surprised. It ain't me, though. That's for I, sure. I know it's not you. But, um, yeah. Follow me, Dat Ninja Dev. Lots of places. And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. <laughs>